Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Audio Podcast. I'm titling this podcast, The Coming Victory Over ISIS. And I want to not only talk about ISIS, but also talk about the way the news works just a little bit and how it slants our perspective on what's happening in the world. We've all been seeing the news about ISIS. We've probably all seen the pictures, the videos of black masked ISIS warriors marching Uh, usually it's Christians in orange jumpsuits out to some location where they then behead them. Uh, We see this constantly. We've also perhaps earlier in the news cycle on ISIS seen the mass graves and uh, the the shooting of a lot of people in the head and what have you. Well, uh, ISIS and this kind of terrorism gets a lot of attention because of the way the Western news works. Uh, the, the news in the Western world tends to grant attention to what is the most stunning, most shocking, uh, most uh, has the most uh, blow your mind appeal, so to speak. And uh, that's why a starlet in Hollywood uh, who shows a bit too much skin getting out of a limo uh, gets a lot of attention in the media uh, or a starlet who, you know, is arrested for drunk driving or what have you. That gets attention, uh, whereas far more significant trends and events in the world don't get attention. And this is very much like what's going on with ISIS. Uh, the, The reality is Uh, that the Kurds are defeating ISIS at every turn. Now, you're not hearing this in the Western news. You're not hearing this in the news that you watch. Um, But the reality is that while ISIS is winning the PR game, so to speak, ISIS gets attention. ISIS gets um, gets photographs on all the major websites. ISIS videos are breaking news. Uh, they are actually losing the conflict for control of Iraq and Syria and the Middle East as a whole. Um, But they get attention because of the grotesque nature uh, of what they do and because of the fear factor. Uh, But the truth is uh, that the Kurds have been defeating ISIS at nearly every turn. They have defeated them uh, in every major battle. Uh, they are killing far more of ISIS than ISIS is killing anyone else. Uh, they have driven ISIS out of Kobani. They have driven ISIS off of every um, uh, dam that uh, ISIS controlled for a short while. They are taking territory back continually. It's, it's only because ISIS is pretty good at the shock factor, pretty good at social media, because ISIS is just inspiring such fear in the West, particularly uh, when the children of the West, in some cases, are, are going uh, to the Middle East to join ISIS. And so all of this has a terror factor uh, when, in fact, 
ISIS is actually being destroyed. It's amazing, isn't it? It's the reverse of what we're getting in the news. The reality is that the Kurds, uh, their Peshmerga, as I've said before in these podcasts, runs somewhere between 100,000 to 200,000. 100,000 uh, would be the conservative estimate, more the con- estimate that they use uh, for the number of troops in uh, Washington. But the Kurds themselves say they have about 180 to 200,000 Peshmerga. Uh, But the fact is that the Kurdish Peshmerga are far better warriors uh, than than, uh, ISIS, are are very, very accomplished. Uh, And as countries like Turkey have uh, have stopped preventing their Kurds from engaging against ISIS um, and have even begun to restrict uh, uh, their airports and what have you, which is the main way that European uh, jihadis got into ISIS, they came down through Turkey, through Istanbul. Now that Turkey's not doing that as readily, and now that Saudi Arabia, our other ally in the Middle East, is no longer funding ISIS directly, um, they are being defeated. Uh, They are not great warriors. Yes, they're high tech. Yes, they're good at social media. Yes, they tend to to have the shock value on social media. Uh, And yes, there is a terror factor. Um, But once they uh, sort of outstripped the weapons that they had taken from the Iraqi army, when the Iraqi army fled the field early on, Um, And uh, once they began to be severely tested, they began to fray because they're not experienced warriors. Uh, They simply were well financed by our allies, by the way, uh, well equipped. And so they they won uh, uh, some territory early on. The reality is that I expect the defeat of ISIS by the end of the year if something happens. And the thing that needs to happen is that the U.S. Congress needs to pass H.R. 1654. Uh, Congressman Ed Royce uh, last year uh, wrote a bill that would allow the U.S. government to directly supply the Kurds. Now, this had previously not been allowed because our foreign policy was based on a unified Iraq, and so we would not directly Uh, arm the Kurds any more than we would want some other country uh, sending arms directly to Arizona or Texas or Montana. Uh, In other words, we we were committed to and were contractually obligated uh, to work with Iraq as a whole. Of course, the Baghdad government is a joke until recently. It's really been divided and corrupt. Uh, So the Kurds were not well provisioned. Uh, They actually were armed better by countries like Germany, Jordan, Uh, other countries that might be a surprise to us. And so they began to win their victories. And the more Turkey got out of the way, uh, the more Saudi Arabia stopped fighting, stopped arming them, uh, or the less they uh, uh, supplied them and funded them, I suppose, is the way to say it. Uh, And and the the, the more the, the Kurds became unified, the more victories they won. So there you have the Kurds, their Peshmerga, 100 to 200,000. We'll see ISIS is only about 30 to 40,000 people. And that number is dropping all the time because they're being killed and their resupply lines are being shut down. So what we need now is for uh, this bill, H.R. 1654, which just a few weeks ago went to the House Foreign Relations Committee, 
Um, what we need is for that to move swiftly through the congressional process and go through the House and get to the floor so that it can be passed. And once it's passed, the U.S. government can directly arm the Kurds, and that is going to change everything. Notice now, the Kurds are all, already winning, and they do not have the weapons that they need. They run out of bullets from time to time. They don't have the larger artillery. Uh, the most they have is some Western close air support, which is very helpful, of course. Um, but in this kind of guerrilla fighting, uh, it's it's not alone going to get the job done. Uh, when, when ISIS moves into a, a village or a town, you can't just bomb the town or the village because you'll kill all the civilians. Uh, so you've got to do it street by street. It's what the Kurds are good at, but they've got to have the weapons. So I believe that by the end of 2015, if H.R., 1654 does pass in Congress, and if the U.S. military does swiftly supply the Kurds, that we could see not the complete end of ISIS, but uh, the majority of the victory against them, I think, perhaps by Christmas time of this year. It just depends on how rapidly things move uh, in the House and then the Senate. In other words, we are winning, though media would tell us otherwise. Uh, we are seeing a victory over ISIS happen every day. The Kurds are magnificent. The Iraqi army is getting better. Um, the uh, close Western air support is helping a tremendous amount. Uh, the advisors that are on the ground now helping the Kurds are of great benefit. And there, I think there's actually some under the table uh, supplying of the Kurds that was not there before. And all of this is helping to defeat ISIS. But if we will continue to exercise our influence against our allies uh, in their support of ISIS, which was a lot of the problem originally, we tend to choose our friends badly in the Middle East. And if we will finally straighten out this legal quagmire uh, in which U.S. government is not allowed to directly arm the Kurds, but uh, may be allowed as of this summer with H.R. 1654, I think that we can see tremendous advances by the end of the year. So don't be fooled by what you see on television. Um, just because a civilian population is being murdered, just because um, people of opposite faith of ISIS are being shot in the head, uh, just because they sneak into a village and kidnap 50 or 60 Christian leaders and march them out onto a beach and behead them all, Please don't think I'm making light of any of those. All of those are tragedies. And as a Christian, I grieve the persecution of Christians that's happening in the Middle East. The, the, the fact, nevertheless, is that these are gaining attention because they are the actions of cowards and weaklings. I can walk down the street right now where I'm sitting in Nashville, Tennessee, and shoot a grandmother. That doesn't mean that I'm powerful. That doesn't mean that I can take Nashville. That doesn't mean I can defeat, uh, you know, the Nashville Police Force or the Tennessee National Guard or, uh, or, or the FBI, which has offices here as well. You understand what I'm saying. Just because I do something shocking doesn't mean I'm powerful. In fact, the more that I lean to something shocking, the less powerful I probably am. And that is exactly the situation with ISIS. ISIS is weakening. ISIS is losing support. Uh, ISIS, ISIS is only winning the PR game, which strikes terror into the hearts of Westerners and wins unstable youth who think they can go and join the great cause. 
if we'll do what we know we have to do to defeat our enemy, we can see them largely defeated by the end of this year if we will get serious. And I want to commend Congressman Ed Royce from California, a Republican, uh, for authoring this bill. I want to commend those like uh, Congressman Marsha Blackburn uh, for supporting it and being an outspoken champion of the Kurds. And I want to tell you that I believe we can see some great things happen by the end of the year. Don't believe just what you see on television in the news. Dig into the facts. Look at the stats. Watch this bill, H.R. 1654. Call your congressman. Tell them you want it supported. Call your senator. Tell them you want it supported. And I believe we can see this gross evil destroyed within the next 12 months. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on CNN, Fox, and The Huffington Post. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and The Miracle of the Kurds. You can learn more about Stephen at stephenmansfield.tv and greatman.us and connect with him on Facebook and on Twitter under the name Mansfield Writes. The Stephen Mansfield Podcast is produced by Isaac Darnell, who also wrote, performed, and produced the Rockin' Podcast theme song. Be sure to rate the Stephen Mansfield Podcast in the iTunes Store. This is a Chartwell Literary Group production.